ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. It is Monday, December 2nd. This is your Monday edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We're here today at the Union Pub and Grill. I am joined, of course, as I always am on Mondays by the former Young Thundering Herd quarterback, Dave Walsh. And, uh, we got a lot to get into, and uh, before we continue on, I just want to point out to the station, we have echo in our ear. It is driving us crazy. <laughs> there we go. Thank you, Gabriel. Thank you, Gabriel, back in the studio. <laughs> All right, now we can do this now show. Now we can do it. Yeah, I'm sitting here, like, turning the volume down, and <laughs> I just decided, no, <laughs> sorry, no, I can't text you, Gabriel. You're just going to have to – we're just going to take care of the business. Of yeah. Me. Come on, Gabriel. Yeah. Man, it's like Monday or something. <laughs> it's like he's had four or five days off. I know. Come okay. on. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and re- let's pretend we're going to do this all over again. Can you, want, can you play along with me, Dave? Yes, I can. Okay. You're uh, the man. All right. I mean, I don't know if Gabriel even wants to fire the, uh, the show open again. I don't know if he wants to go that far. Guess not. Hey, he's not <laughs> going to. He's not going to. <laughs> Fine. All right. It's Monday, December 2nd, 2019. December. Your drive begins again here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Uh, you can join the program by calling the Miller Lite phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. Miller Lite hold true. Great taste only. 96 calories. It is the original light beer. We're broadcasting today from the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. Joining me, as always, as we bring him in Mondays and special occasions, the former Young Thundering Herd quarterback, Dave Walsh. And uh, we got a lot to get into today, Dave. Yeah. Of course, Marshall victorious on Saturday. Yes, However, FAU was as well. So That means uh, no Conference USA championship this week. No. There are a lot of disappointed people. That they won, yes, but that uh, Lane Kiffin, Mr. Artist, he uh, did what he had to do. I mean, he taking care of business, he did. He ended up backing into it. He got the break. He took advantage of it. Well, I would just point out, if you lose to Charlotte yes. and you lose to Middle Tennessee, yes. you don't win the Conference USA Championship. I'm, that's going to be the first thing that's I That's the say. first, and you don't score any points on offense against Charlotte, which at the game time was the worst defense in the league for scoring, and you got zero. Your score was a punt block. So, first and foremost, Marshall, if, if they would have backed in, I would have been happy for him. But they would, yeah. have, they would have backed in at that point. But Lane needed a break, and he got it. But he never expected Charlotte to give it to him, but he'll take it. So, And, you know, speaking of that, there's um, – Marshall got beat. They won the game on football. They took a hard loss in soccer last night. And then and not a good day to be a football coach at some places because you're unemployed as of now. I mean, I was looking last night and right now. They're falling like crazy out there. Well, we got a couple of, of coaching even changes. UTA, even in Conference USA, there's some fall openings. Well, first and foremost, uh, you've got one resignation and you've got one outright firing. And UTSA coach Frank Wilson fired. He's been there four seasons. He had a 4-8 and eight season, 41-27 loss to Louisiana Tech on Saturday night. And he finishes with a 19-29 and 29 record in four seasons. That's not, not going to get it done. Not going to get it done. And then you got a guy who had a 10-3 record in 2016. Yeah. A guy that took Old Dominion to a bowl, and Bobby Wilder has to resign today. Yeah, he founded the program, basically, and now he's gone. Well, they've gone 10-26 and 26 in the last three seasons. After that 10-win season, it's been a hard time to win 10 games total 
you know, one and ten this year didn't get it done. Two and fourteen against Conference USA the last past couple of years. Zero oh and eight this season. Um, and you know what? Also, you have a new stadium. You've got facilities that you're trying to attract mm-hmm. recruits with and trying to be competitive. As it was described to me, you get a big boy stadium yeah. now. And you don't have people inside your big boy stadium. Uh, I was talking to my brother the other day and, and reading some things in there. And a lot of empty seats at Old Dominion right now. And they used to have a sellout streak that went, that's unbelievable. Now you can go up game time sit where you sit at the 50-yard line. That's not going to pay the bills. No. And then, speaking of empty seats, Marshall <laughs> on Saturday. There was a lot of those. A lot of empty seats. <laughs> they announced 18 and change, and then press box, we were going like, where? Because we, there was not a thousand on the other side easily, you know. And then the chair backs on our the press box side were a lot of empty seats there, and so had to be tickets sold. That's all it could be because well, it wasn't counting people coming through to turn. Well, those are the numbers that are always reported: tickets yes. out, tickets sold. However, you want to, yeah. you say it. Uh, it's reported as here's what's out. Yeah. There's no turnstile to actually do a physical count right. of how many people are in the facility. It's always tickets out. Because we sat there and looked at the, the, the marshal on this side of the press box and going like, Polly, there's nobody coming. There's just nobody in the stands. I mean, senior day and you're running out and it's like, where, where are they? Okay, can you blame most people, though, for not coming? No, you know, elements didn't help. No, the rain was miserable all Television day long. didn't help. And the fact that uh, there was still hangover from Charlotte. Some people just said, dude, it's over. I mean, you have something to play for. You didn't come through. You let Lane Kiffin back in, so they're going to stay home. So the Thundering Herd, even though they had something to play for at that point, to at least stay on target. Yeah, I mean, they did win. I mean, They, they did what they had to do. And you had senior day. That's supposedly an important it is. day, right? 17 people run out for the last time. Okay. And you have – possibility of winning, staying in the hunt for East Division championship. Yeah, you do your part. You don't know what's going to happen a couple hours later. Marshall could have been the East Division champion after it was all said could and done today. And the elements, and I think a lot of fan apathy and a lot of other things have just set in, yeah. and Marshall fans didn't show up. Now, for whatever reason, I'm not going to sit back here and chastise fans today. No. I'm not. That's not me. Not my job. If you want a big-time program, you show up as a fan. If, you want this, if this is what you want – for the program, because this is a lot different than pro. Right. You pay a lot of money to go to a pro football game. And so if you don't show up, who, you, yeah. you, look at the Bengals. Yeah. Just for example here. <laughs> well, they did win yesterday. Well, they did win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I couldn't have been happier. Andy Dalton was back. Yeah, they put him back on the train. And I boo, was they did happy. It. I was never, ever this happy to see Andy Dalton on a football field before. <laughs> you were yesterday, though. I missed Andy Dalton. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I I put it out there I will confess yesterday. straight up. Missed him. I missed Andy Dalton. <laughs> and, and Andy did his job. He did his job. And so – a lot of empty seats there. Oh, gosh, yeah, I know. But what's the difference between not going to a pro game and not going to a college game? I don't know, what's the difference here? Because uh, the price is a little different. Well, but price is a little different, sure, but well, the marketing is maybe a little bit different. Like, this is family. This, right. is, this is your school. Not this, hey, this is your pro team. This is your school. You know, it's different here. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got these marketing buzzwords that are everywhere and across the country. Every program does some sort of variation on it just to try to connect you to the program, you feel like, hey, I'm a fan, so that means I've got to be there rain or shine. I've yeah. got to be there winning or losing. And if I'm not here and it's raining and I'm not here during the bad times, I'm not a good fan. Yeah. I mean, you have to dress accordingly for the weather. Guess what? Yep. I'm not going to say any of yeah. that stuff. You know, and then I'm now, not calling any single fan out 
and I'm not going to play the I'm a better fan than you card no. because that's just ridiculous, to yeah. be quite honest. If fans didn't want to show up on Saturday for whatever reason, move on, yeah. come back next week, and if uh, more fans show up, great. Or if there's a specific reason why they're not showing up, address that reason and then go on. But I have really thought it was just insane on social media, Dave. It was herd on herd crime on, yeah. on Saturday. Not, hey, Marshall won the game. Let's talk about the win. No, let's talk about the who didn't show up to watch the win. Yeah, let's talk about last week's loss to Charlotte still. Let's talk about the Let- fact nobody showed up. And it's as if people were embarrassed. Hey, I'm a herd fan. And look yeah. at, you know, okay, that's not a reflection on you. And there were fans, I think, that were actually, again, identity of self-worth here. I mean, basically – if Marshall's doing well, then they have a better feeling about themselves. Mm-hmm. And so if they see some deficiency here with the fans, some of these people whose image of self-worth, again, determined by Marshall's success and what the optics are, just lost their mind. And there was a lot of hurt on hurt crime. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Well, and it was just ridiculous because of the fact that, you know what, there are several reasons why people didn't show up. Holidays. It's hunting season. That, oh, yes. Camo, you know that, camo was big over That's the a big deal for a lot of people. Yes. It doesn't matter which team's playing yeah. in the state. That's a big deal. So you've got that going on. You've got the economic situation. I mean, look, it's Black Friday, Cyber Monday today. you got a lot of shopping going on. you got people who just have hard times and can't afford to come yeah. buy a general season ticket. you got people who maybe aren't season ticket holders and – they come depending on if they can or, you know, they look at the weather and go, you know what, I'm just going to sit here and watch it on my TV. It's probably going to be a better experience. Anyway, you got a thousand factors why yeah. people don't show up. But, yes, it was eye-catching that nobody showed up to right. see this game. And, and the, the disappointing thing for that part of it is, you know, this Saturday when uh, UAB and FAU play, they're going to have to keep the camera angle low because there's not going to be more than 15,000 people there. They're playing for the championship, and there's nobody. They, they haven't warmed up to them yet. They haven't warmed up to them yet. And here's a, a program that also is still trying to, I guess, build that generational attachment. Yeah. I mean, this isn't something that has been going on for generations and generations and generations of people no, they, just going no. to Marshall games on Saturday. Because until the new facility opened up in 1991. You had to go to Fairfield. You had to go to Fairfield. And not that many people were going to Fairfield. No. Not until those late runs in the Division One AA playoffs where fans started to come out of the woodwork to support this team. Yeah. But it's it, but then Saturday they go seniors come out and you're going like that was hard to take for some of them I'm sure but but the big thing was they got behind late they got a tie out of it they went to overtime made them kick the field goal they got the touchdown they got the win and now we we'll sit back to see which bowl they're going to get I still think I'm going to say on record they're going to play Temple that's my pick no Mac no Mac I know you don't care but I want Mac I do not want a Mac team. I want Temple. I want a MAC team. Let's okay. do it. You're gonna go to <laughs> which a, one? You're gonna go to an average bowl game. Just give me a MAC team. How about Marshall Miami again? Could be. They're playing know. for the championship. I saw Marshall Liberty was projected one of the games. Oh. Give me Liberty. Come on, <laughs> just give me Liberty. You're gonna get them later, but why not get them sooner? Let's do oh. it. Oh man, they got to fill up so many spots anyway. Which bowl? It's not the opponent. Sometimes it's the destination. Yeah. For some people, it's the destination. Yeah. Which school? Which, which part of Florida are yeah. we going to? Which school are we playing? Doesn't matter. Where are we going? Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping Tampa in a way. But, well, not for me, but there's a lot of people. You hop the Allegiant, fly down in a couple of days, stay down there, hop. A, they play the game, hop a plane, come home. It's not that bad. You know, it's not cost prohibitive. Do not go to Mexico or New Mexico again. All right, I'm gonna, that's cost prohibitive. I'm going to check out Brett McMurphy's uh, bowl. Uh, uh, what's he got us going? Okay. 
the first responders bowl, it will be um, Kent State filling in for the Big 12 because they don't have enough teams. Kent State. Versus Marshall. First responders bowl. That is what Brett McMurphy is projecting. Kent State. Yeah. That's what he's bred. <laughs> That's going to sell tickets, Whoa, my friends. Whoa, baby. That's going to be must-see TV on national television. They're going to decline it, but they're going to defer putting that on television. <laughs> I'm still hoping Temple, but, hey, there's some things out there. And just think, if W wins more game, if W had gone 6-6, six and six, I could almost bet they would step in and player them up, just like they did in soccer, like they did a couple of times a year ago in basketball. Somehow, some way, they'd find a way to put them together. I don't think so. I don't think that so? happens. Okay. I think you got to have two to tango. Okay. But if they finish six and six, you think they might have done it? you got to have two to tango. I don't think they take that bid. NCAA is one thing. They don't have a choice in the matter. Yeah. I think you got to have two to tango, and I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. Would have been nice, but. I mean, it would have been nice for the Marshall fans. Yeah. West Virginia fans would have just, like, uh, they would have rolled their eyes, groaned. Same lines, but their AD might have gone, we're deferring on this one. We're not taking it. <laughs> Sorry, Coach Brown. You had a heck of a year, but you ain't playing them guys. New Mexico Bowl. ESPN, uh, one of the projections uh, from ESPN is the New Mexico Bowl. Uh, UAB, I'm sorry, UAB versus Nevada is one of the projections. The other one is Marshall versus Wyoming. And then here's another one. The R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl is uh, also projected to maybe have Marshall in it by one of the experts. Louisiana versus Marshall. That could be be okay. That would be okay because you could get to New Orleans. Three or four days in New Orleans would be a nice experience. New Mexico, it's a long way to go. Cost per head of New Orleans is a little different. I don't think it matters, though. No. It just doesn't matter because, uh, let's see, CBS Sports, where are they at? This is fun. You know, most of the payoffs this this is going. more fun than the bowls itself because, after all, the bowl projections are more entertaining yeah. to me than just the bowls. There's, uh, there's only two that matter, the, yeah. CB, the semis and the finals. That's it. CBS has Temple versus Marshall in the Frisco Bowl. There we go. Let's that, do it. Is that Dallas? That is Dallas, Texas, December 20th. Let's do the that's Frisco the Bowl. Let's do it. That's the AAC. That's a Friday. December 20th is a Friday. Let's that do way it. it's over and done. Home for the holidays, kids. Let's there do it. Go. Dallas, Texas, there you go. That's not a bad destination. Yeah. Kent State, Marshall, mm, that would be tough. I would take that match. Yeah. Huh? I'm sure Marshall would too, but the people having to sell the tickets for that one, they got to, they're going to have to work. If that does come about. There's so many bowls now. We know You're the, not going to get good matchups. Right. That's the problem with the bowl system. But the one but, good thing, Charlotte and Buffalo have already been booked. Getting their visas and going to Bahamas. I'll take I'm that. happy. Hey, for Charlotte, what Brad and Greg helped do, and uh, they 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 cashed in. They're I, going. I am happy as well because Marshall's not having to get a passport. Yeah, I mean, no, you, you can uh, stay on the continent, stay on our United States soil. We are going to take our first break. Come back eight seven seven four two zero talk eight seven seven four two zero eight two five five. We got more on the way. It's the drive. ESPN ninety four point one FM and AM nine thirty. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You can join the program by calling 877-420-TALK anytime on our Miller Lite phone lines. Miller Lite, whole true, great taste. Only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. And, uh, we've been talking a little bit about the Marshall game. It's a, it's a sad thing, though. We had talked a little bit more about the crowd. Didn't touch on it really Saturday during our postgame coverage, but today is a perfect day to, yeah. to get into that. The fact that, well, it's just 
I don't know how to get herd fans to show up at the stadium at the same time. Uh, with those weather conditions, I'm not going to push anybody in the yeah. stadium and say, hey, you got to sit through this and not enjoy yourself. Yeah. R- risk getting pneumonia and enjoy yourself. Yeah. <laughs> here, just you know, sit here soaking wet all day yeah. for the fact that you're not having a good time here and you're miserable, but, boy, you're a great herd fan for doing that. Right. You're the best. Yeah. Not going not gonna to get into that situation. Yeah. But if you want to go out and brave the elements tonight here, there's a um, maybe a, a different thing you can do. Uh, you know the soccer team is not going to continue their journey in the NCAA tournament. They lost. They lost 4-1. 4-1. I watched it yesterday, and uh, Washington's a good team. Washington's yes. a good team. That's People got to remember, they were ranked number one in the nation at one time. Uh, they look like it. Yes. They were a quality team that Marshall faced off against. Yes. And, and I thought Marshall was competitive in yeah. that game, but unfortunately, you know, sometimes you run into a better team, and that was the case. Well, they're ranked number one, uh, and then you look at some statistics: twenty-four to four, and then you had four to one. That's uh, twenty-eight to five that score outscored the teams at the Washington Husky Stadium. So, and you know, it looked like the field was tilted because Washington. Every time I watched, looked up, they're shooting the ball. Shooting Paolo, Paolo is busy man, and the guy at the other end's gone to sleep. He only had to make two saves, I think. He played. And one of those won a PK. Paulo played. A, uh, he, he did. Uh, he played a great game. He did. But they're coming back. They should be at Hoops Family Field about seven fifteen tonight, give or take. Um, if you're interested in an actual time to get there, Herd M Soccer on Twitter is probably the best place to yeah. find it. But there's um, going to be a uh, reception. What I mean by that is, a lot of people are going to show up and welcome them back yeah, because. Disappointing end of the season, but what memories they they put together. You think back to game one, they win, and next thing you know, they're winning Conference USA regular season. They win the tournament. They beat Kentucky twice in one year. They take down WVU. They get nationally ranked. They're seeded. A lot of good things happened. The only thing is, when you look at it, as Chris Grassy would say, and and you're playing all these games without your coach. He got an eight-game suspension. So, but the big thing Chris kept saying is now we have to make this a consistent thing. We we can't have a one-year wonder. No, you got to do what Washington does. You got to be there every year. You know they're gone like 26 times the NCAA. They they won the Pac-10 this year. This now he's going to be the model of consistency. Well, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. And here's the somewhere. he's got it started. And so you get to this point, Mel. Maybe next year you get a little bit further. Yeah. Or you start getting there consistently and you start breaking through. Mm-hmm. You've got the facilities. At the moment, you've got the coach. You're able to bring in some quality players. It wasn't as if you beat a bunch of nobodies. Yeah, and you I mean, got you beat in. some good people. You beat a lot of ranked teams. Mm-hmm. You went on the West Coast, beat a lot of good teams. You won your conference, including Kentucky. That's a good soccer program. You beat the MAC champion West Virginia Mountaineers. Mm-hmm. You get into the Sweet 16, and you have to travel to Seattle. Yeah. Not making excuses here. Yeah. I'm just let's just be happy with what happened so far. And I think a lot of people have realized this is a good run. Yeah, didn't end in a national championship. No, it did not. You always no. hope for a national championship. It didn't end in that. I'm sure Chris would say the first thing was we're playing to win it all. But you know, you have your coaches of gone. Of course, you are. But Washington, when you watched it yesterday like I did, you're going like the field was tilted. They were dominating, uh, and, and that's why they've gone to the tournament like 20-plus times in a row. They have the Pac-12 player of the year. They have the coach of the year. Marshall had the coach of the year. You would have had to play a perfect game or as close to perfect as possible to, to take them down because they're that good. 
They are that good. And when you're ranked number one in the nation for three times during the season, there's no higher number than that. You know, you're number one. Everybody's looking down at you. And then next thing you know, you're playing them on their field where they don't lose. So they had a heck of a year. Heck of a year. The work, you know, the body of work, yes. So remember, if you're wanting to brave the elements tonight for a little while, 7-15, going to be a Hoops family field. They're hoping that a, a good crowd shows up to welcome the team home. Yeah. And that's basically they're inviting anybody who wants to come and welcome the team home. Yeah. This is about what time it's going to happen tonight yeah. at the at the soccer that's, field. That's doable. At the pitch. It's a little chilly, but it's not, you know, just come on down. I mean, they should get a reward. I'm not, not happy about losing, but for what they put into place now that they can go forward from. Yes, we got all these things. Now we have to do this and take the next step. We've taken some steps. There's more to be taken. Okay? There's more to be taken. And I'm sure Chris will be the first one. Now he's got to sit a few games next year to serve that red, whatever the – I still haven't figured that out. Eight games. Clerical he'll, error. He'll have to sit six games. He'll have to almost sit half the season next year. Clerical error. Just, you know, uh, NCAA we, has to make a point. Hey, uh, look. Yeah. You're right, and you're, you're, you're not small fry. You're not major. You're right there, that sweet spot, the yeah. majority of schools. You're right in the middle, mm -hmm. and, you know, let's make an example. Yeah. It's, it's convenient. He's got to sit six times next year. But hopefully, after what happened when they played W uh, a couple weeks ago, maybe those two people can get together and find out, hey, they are a max school. They're still RW, but they're a max school. There's no reason they can't play. Sometime at some place. Play them in Charleston. I don't care. Play them. No, I care. I care. If they're going to play. I guess the game needs to be scheduled. If they're going to play, play home and home. Yeah. Not home every – you know, don't play two. One year go to Morgantown, one year come to Huntington. Yeah. Play that way. Yeah. And you know what? If you don't want to play, that's fine. Marshall shown, obviously, they can get along without you. Yeah. Yes, and I wish more Hurt fans would realize that Marshall's doing fine without WVU yeah. in anything. Yeah. Don't need them. Yeah. There's I mean, very if they few don't, sports they play in. If, if they don't want to play, that's fine. Yeah. I would just move on and play other schools. Mm -hmm. And if they cross paths now and then, that's great. I'm not saying be violent. I'm not saying be spiteful. I'm not saying you know, have uh, the vitriol about it. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying yeah. if a school doesn't want to play you, move on. Move on. There's there plenty go. other games out there. There's plenty other people out there that right, will. Exactly. I mean, they play in baseball Yeah. because they got a good relationship there. I think they play what, volleyball? I think. They play – and I think soccer very rarely to the fact that it's been forever since they well, played. When they played this year was the first time since, what, 04? Yeah. And that was the, that was the NCAA thing. Now, if I'm gonna be honest for them, with you, it might not have happened. Until a few years ago, I wouldn't have scheduled Marshall uh, no. other than a home visit anyway because of facilities. Yeah. Until just a few years ago. If I was a, a school coming in here, unless I had to come in here, I would have done it. Yeah. That's what, you West know, Virginia included. Yeah, because they have a facility. They yeah. have the reputation, whatever, and they're going um, – their coach was admitting, okay, they got it going now, but until now, what purpose, for lack of a better word, would it have served? If we play them and beat them, great. If we lose to them, we're doomed and uh, we're just propping them up. But hey, now, you know what? I'm, I'm now okay they can with that. play. I'm okay with that argument. Yeah. Because until just recently, Marshall wasn't of any value to them. No. And now Marshall is a competitive soccer program. Very competitive. So you look at the schedule sometimes. You've got to schedule opponents that if you beat them, you're going to get something from it. And if you lose to them, you're not going to get damaged by it. Mm, there are you times that Marshall was tied or whatever and gained. When they had a double overtime tie with Charlotte, they went up. Yeah. So, you, you got to look at schedule-wise. Right. The old RPI, as they put it. Um, <laughs> whatever that is. You know what? If, um, 
if it was RPI, if you could just get rid of the RPI. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. You just get rid of the RPI. But I, I, when I have a few conversations with Chris, uh, as, as good as the schedule was this year, they'll, I think it will be even equal to or better than next year. Because they want to take steps up, and only by taking steps up, you have to play the people to do it. Seven, to play the people to do it. 7-15 tonight over at the Hoops family They deserve field. it. Yeah. They I, deserve it. I think it'll be a great crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, will there be more people there than was at the football game Saturday? That's my big question. Just think about it. Washington, 1,500 yesterday and change according to the statistics sheet. Marshall's last two home games, over 2,000. They outdrew, they outdrew the Pac-12 champion. If you're just going people in the seats, they outdrew the Pac-12 champion. Here's my next question or challenge. Can you do that consistently now? <laughs> yeah. Chris, Chris will be the first one to tell can, you that. Can you do that consistently? Yeah, we did it when this year. When it's a midweek game, yeah, can you do that? Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people tuned in, excited to watch the the match on on Facebook, right? Pac-12 Plus on Facebook. I found it. <laughs> good, <laughs> but good it, but for you, you know, but it was there, and it was fun to watch, and you could tell that that the, the better team won. They were a better team than Marshall. Marshall did a lot of good things this year, but they hit they hit a bump in the road. Sometimes they hit a bump in the road. That happens. Yeah, sometimes you but find now a team. How do you that's respond a, from the bump in the road? Yeah, sometimes you find a team that's just a better matchup for you know. Or Washington looked at that bracket and went, "We're through to the final. We're going to go this one and this one." Now they play Georgetown on the road, but their road record's very good too. But they have to travel. See how well they do on the road. You know, if that game had gone the other way, they'd have been home to Louisville. If Louisville had won, but they, uh, Georgetown took care of them. Well, if that game would have been um, – if Marshall would have won that game, Louisville would have been uh, in Huntington. Yeah. That would have, yeah. have been a great you're match. Playing for, you're playing a match here to go to the Final Four. Whoa. I mean, what, uh, Hoops Field would have been – they had to put extra seats in or something. Not ready yet for that. No, no, I, no. I need to see more consistency. <laughs> now, no. you, know what, you know what? That That's going to be a, a talking point for a while. Yeah. Do you expand the soccer seating? Yeah. How do you do it? Well, well Chris, not just shoehorn them in. Just not shoehorn them in like you did at the football stadium. Yeah. Actually, I mean, keep it in line with this uh, multi-million-dollar facility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chris would be the first one to admit we have to keep doing what we're doing to enhance that chance of making it happen. If we fall back, then then we might be playing in front of five or six hundred people and it'd be an empty chair. We keep doing what we're doing. It might be the toughest ticket in town. Eight seven seven four two zero talk eight seven seven four two zero eight two five five. More on the way. It's the drive. ESPN ninety four point one FM and AM nine thirty. Never miss a moment of the drive with Paul Swan. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Eight seven seven four two zero talk eight seven seven four two zero eight two five five to be a part of the Miller Lite phone lines. Miller Lite, hold true. Great taste. Only 96 calories, Dave. 96 calories. That's not bad. The original light beer. So yes. let us go to the phones and uh, start off with Bill. Bill's checking in from Huntington. He is on the drive. Go ahead, Bill. Hey, guys. You almost have had some advertisement to uh, catch up on because you guys a long commercial break. I mean, you know what? People, <laughs> people want to be on this show. It's, it's, it's the hottest thing going. People want to jump on and just be a part of this thing. I mean, that's how popular yeah. we are. Yeah, I was I was going to say I was kind of afraid that somebody didn't hit a right button or something like that. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's happened a couple times before. Um, I just wanted to say something about the interest of Marshall football. Um, do you think it has anything to do with the relatively anemic offenses we've witnessed over the actually most of Doc's ten years? 
You know, this was okay, a like question that someone posed to me two. earlier about it just being boring. And I said, what do you want? Do you want exciting and losing or boring and winning? Now, obviously, there's, everybody there's, was exciting that's, that's and winning. A false, but that's a false choice. I mean, you want to be entertained or do you want to see wins? I mean, I want to be. I want both, to be honest with you. I want wins and I want entertainment. That's but. exactly the point. It has to, has to be kind of both. If you're at a G5 school, um, you know, Boise made its bones over winning and being entertaining, uh, you know, back now a lifetime ago, Bobby Pruitt and uh, Stan Parrish and, uh, and George Chomp. And Jim Donnan, they made their bones of winning and being entertaining. So, yeah, it should be both. But was it fun blowing and out VMI by 50, Moorhead by 50? Was it fun doing that? Look at the opponent. Look at the opponent. The, it's, it, would be, it would be fun if you were playing. It would be more fun if you were losing to Cincinnati by, like, uh, 54 to, 40, uh, to 45 or something like that than losing, you know, you're basically surrendering. Um, you know, we've. If you take a look at the statistics, uh, Coach Holiday's had two years when he's been in the upper half of the offensive stats uh, in the in the NCAA's, and that was in 2013 and 2014, where he caught some fire, had a uh, remarkably good college quarterback, uh, remarkably good slot receiver. Since then, it's you know. I can't say Litton was that without talent. I can't say that, uh, uh, you know, Isaiah Green's without talent. But, you know, Marshall struggles to move the ball at times against the worst competition. You know, it's, 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 it's one of those things. Uh, Coach Holiday wants to play field position. That's fine. And it put, may put you in a position to win at the end, but it also puts you in a position to lose at the end to the inferior competition. And I think the offense has some to do with the uh, you know loss of interest in attending games or even watching on TV. Well, I know the weather was a factor. Yeah. I'm not going to deny. Oh that. yeah, well, I'm not yeah, talking for I'm that particular game. And yeah, you, you look at overall attendance, though, it's still best in conference. USA writer is right up there. Right up there. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, the, it's it's about third. It's about third in the conference. But I agree with you. This past this past Saturday, you know. You're not going to do anything about that. And the last time uh, those guys came to town, too, it was a monsoon. It was even worse. <laughs> yeah. If you remember, I guess it was a year before last when the Florida International Coach shows up. You know, it's a driving range that, you know, just cold. It was, you know, literally, you know, uh, a 45-degree angle. The rain was hitting the ground. But it's not just this past Saturday. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's one of those things, I think, I think in terms of drawing eyeballs, you have to engage the audience, which you're, you know, you're trying to engage the audience. I think you do have to be entertaining. What is a business? I mean, at the end of the day, you're right. It has to be entertaining. It is a business. And I don't know how you change that. How do you just wave your magic hand and say, okay, now be an exciting offense? I mean, you got what you got. And so if you've got a guy like Brendan Knox you can hand the ball to 33 times, you can win the game. I'm good with that. But, you know, for I some Hurt too, fans, they like to see it air out because they still remember Randy Moss and Chad Pennington and that air attack, that explosive oh, offense. I, remember, and I get know, or, that. Or, or, or Tony Peterson and Sean Doctor. Well, you're going to ways yeah, it back. I remember those days, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm talking. And by the way, yeah, I I'm sat in a frozen tundra of a game to watch uh, them in the playoffs, uh, you know, back in Fairfield days. So I get it. I understand. It was entertaining. Yeah, I saw them. Yeah, I saw them. I saw them playing. That was that year they kind of got hosed out of winning whenever they went out to Idaho. But I mean, you know, it's I was there at that game too. But I mean, it's you know, it's. I don't know. I don't know exactly how to put this. There's no quarterback coach, uh, you know. I don't think dedicated to coaching and quarterbacks. And the last two quarterbacks have emailed short passes. Uh, Isaiah this year has shown nice touch on, you know, uh, long and medium passes at times. But you know, it's just I don't. You know, I'm just really frustrated. <laughs> and not I'm the only one. Not speaking for myself. That's right. Yeah. The last two games, if I'm not mistaken, statistically speaking, they have led than 100 yards passing. They lost one to Charlotte. They won the one Saturday with under 100 yards passing. And you mentioned it. When you go in the last few years, 100 yards passing is usually got by the first quarter, traditionally speaking. And now I, I, I personally yeah. think you've got to open it up. I'm not sure who the wide receivers were. Obi had the one good game this year, but other than that, Right there, and uh, they have to throw to Armani and Xavier Gaines, and, and they did find him for the touchdown. Yeah, but you've got to I, open I, things I, up. You got to spread the field. Miami, the FIU quarterback had 250 yards passing the other day. Never throw well, the ball I, long I, down I the middle. You you, yeah, you being an ex-quarterback knows yeah. more football than me. But I think that is, some of that's actually on the players. Right. And there's an awful lot of times where receivers end up within you know six yards of each other. And uh, the way football works today is that, you know, they're supposed to read the coverages with the quarterback. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for whatever reason, I don't think, I don't think our receivers necessarily read the, read the coverages correctly. No, I just think, yeah, I, I made, personally think you have to run stuff where you're stretching people deep, open things up. Oh, yeah. uh, you, when you, you go vertical, as they would say, I remember last year, the last game at the bowl, I, went, I had a little chart and I went, they went vertical 12 times and they had an unbelievable statat. Running sideways doesn't get you anywhere. You have to go vertical, extend, and then Brendan Knox. You handed the ball to him 30 times. Get him involved in the passing game. The NFL does it. Yeah, Other colleges do it. There's got a way to get the ball in his hands other than the handoff. Yeah, he's he's not a bad receiver. And, no. you know, I agree with you. You have to, you have to knock the top off the coverage. You also have to make him defend the sidelines. Right. And, I think part of the re you know, part of the problems this year, to be fair about it, is all the injuries to the wide receiver core. Yeah, and, I mean, Obi was uh, gone all I, year almost. Yeah, and um, uh, with with X, I don't know how good of a route runner he is. He's got he's got the you know physical gifts, but that's one of those things. It seems to me like they should have been able to spring him loose downfield more often. And then at the beginning of the year, we had a bunch of drops too. There, there's no doubt about that, but still, you know, we don't run, we don't run a wide open offense anymore. No. We haven't really since K, well, since 2014. Right. I'm, I'm, I keep and, hoping week after week I'm going to give the give Brendan Knox the touches, but there's a lot of ways you can give him the touches other than just turning yeah. and handing the ball. You can you can put him out. There's not a linebacker that's going to cover him. It's not going to happen if you can isolate him. Not going to happen. Well, yeah, there's, and there's and not many defensive backs want to tack on one-on-one. -on -one. No. <laughs> the one-on-one, -on -one, uh, how many times the old YAC yards after catch? 
That's a yep. big statistic. How many yards you get after you catch the football? Yep. So, anyway, I'm going to finish, this, I'm gonna finish this thought with one with one point here. Um, you remember yep. November 16th, 1991? You remember that date? Oh, Lori. No, not for sure, but if you tell me the event, I might be able to remember You, you know why I remember it? Because it was Marshall versus VMI. I was a student at Marshall. They destroyed VMI 61 to nothing, and I was the only one left in the student section wearing a rain poncho because it was pouring down just as bad. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, you know, I've sat through that. It was miserable. And what I get, I got a 61 nothing blowout in an empty football stadium during one of Marshall's best football teams ever. Well, there there you go, and then uh, I guess you had everybody questioning your sanity and their, your uh, your instructors at Marshall asking how they passed you through your classes too. Exactly, so, I, yeah. Trust me. So I understand what people are going through. Maybe they remember that game and like, no, we're not sitting through another one of these. Well, the, the fact did you tattoo that date on your wrist or something like I that? Should. I should. Mean, I, I should. You, I, uh, I, I, you know, because yeah. every time I see a, a downpour like that, I'm thinking, yeah, I've okay. sat through those. Been, been there, done that. Yeah, because you know what? I'm in the press box now, so um, I, I have no reason to complain about anybody ever, because I'm sitting comfortable. I get no. I have go. no grounds. I yeah. have no grounds. One, none. All right, gentlemen. I enjoy it. Right. Thanks, sir. Appreciate it. Maybe Appreciate talk it. To you later. Bye, bye. Mm-hmm. We'll be here. We're going to take a quick timeout, come back. We're going to wrap it up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're wrapping up here at the Union Pub and Grill. It is Monday, December 2nd. Paul Swan and Dave Walsh. I would say Sunday we'll find out because it's just noticed on TV the selection shows at noon. So Marshall later on Sunday will probably know where they're going as they start to trickle down. We'll find out. Yeah. I'm still pulling for Temple. I don't know who you got, but I'm pulling for Temple. Look, I want I want someone on the Mac. Okay. Just give me a Mac school. Okay. I, I want to solidify my love for the Bulls. <laughs> okay. Just come on. And then the other question by Sunday with all these jobs coming open, when Lane Kiffin is scheduled to be here next year, when FAU comes in, will Lane be here or not? A lot of jobs I, coming open. His I name's going to get there. mentioned. We'll see what happens. I think he's got to do some more. Okay. I'll agree. But I think right now he likes being anonymous, winning and being anonymous. Look, you're you're in Florida right now. Yeah. You're building a program. He has a chance to win it two out of three. What? What is there stopping FAU from becoming the next UCF? Right. Exactly. Exactly. He goes to win. He could win conference chase two out of three years. He don't want a five and seven like he did the year after he went the first time. But if he went two out of three, the people that brought him in, it's looking pretty good. He'll be off the hot seat and he'll be uh, ready to roll. He might be a hot property to set up on the hot seat. I think he's going to stay for a little while. Okay. Build something there because you could really turn FAU. You've got potential. FAU's yeah. got potential. Yeah. Because right now South Florida is in in not that strong. FAU UCF, just beat Miami. Right. UCF just uh, – has had the halo knocking off, so why not you be the kingpin of Florida? Why not be the kingpin? As you say, he'll stay there and still be anonymous when he goes to the store. Go undefeated with that, that school, maybe you get a shot at the, an access bowl. Uh, you never know. six bowl. I mean, yeah. you, you've got some options there. Yeah. And you could win some games there if, if you're consistent, you know, if you keep winning championships. I mean, just look at it this way. He's in the championship game. Again. What, twice now at a three? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could win it twice out of three. At home. 
at home, two out of three. That's doing all right. That's making the fans happy and the people that hired him look good too. I'd say you're right at FAU. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm, what job is uh, what job is mu that much more attractive? What situation? No. He's sitting pretty right now. Yeah, I mean, look at the situation. I, I think it's more situation dependent than, okay, you know, a few extra uh, thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah, a million maybe. I mean, it's not like Alabama is opening up. He could be so. right now in a situation, like I said, with Calipari at Memphis. He could get to the point he could be the top dog in this league. His toughest games are the non-leaguers. Once he gets to the league, we roll right on through. I used to say the non-leaguers uh, won't be tough uh, yeah. much longer. Yeah. All right, we're going to wrap things up. That's going to do it for this edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. For Dave Walsh and Gabriel Sellers, I'm Paul Swan. Good night, everyone. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.